Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otakus across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd station. And with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programs, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody, welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 44, and this is going to be the super soldier, pretty review show Wicked Anime, because we're talking a lot about Sailor Moon. I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and uh, with me is my bro, the uh, hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. And uh, on the other side of the mic, we have Evan from the Boston Bastard Brigade. Hi there. Yep, and a a newcomer to the podcast, we have Jessica from Nerdy Show. Well, hello. Jessica, she um, has done some writing for Nerdy Show. She does uh, geek cred, and she also writes for the Gazetteers, which is an uh, all-female article. Basically a female geek perspective Mm -hmm. on things. Yeah, anything else that I'm missing from you, Jessica? Uh, no, that's about it. And then I would say for my day job, uh, I'm an engineer. So I uh, got that going for me. So she makes big bucks building robots. Yeah, she mm. makes Gundams. Yep. <laughs> Making dreams reality. Yeah. <laughs> she builds Jaegers. Yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about on this episode the new season of anime and um, especially Sailor Moon because, oh my gosh, that has exploded on the internet. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you'll, you'll see how, you'll learn about how excited we are about it. Later. Yeah. What's old is new again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's um let's jump right into it. Let's start off with some media news. We got to ring the news bell. News. That's our news bell, Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. Just so you know, that's what our news bell sounds like. It sounds magical. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew's voice. Pretty. pretty is magical. Pretty soldier news bell. I feel Brilliant. like we've transfer- transformed into a new segment. So I feel like I'm now wearing right? um, a suit and I've got a teleprompter. And I'm, we're good to go. Wow, you, you put way more money into this than we ever have, then. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, first up in media news, we have an exciting announcement of a new release that Viz has announced that uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the manga, is going to be, uh, they're going to be publishing it um, for release in 2015. Which hopefully that means that they'll eventually be releasing the anime. Well, considering they're already dubbing it. Yeah, but uh, did was it Viz that was actually dubbing it for uh, for Anime Expo? I think so, considering who they got for it. It's not like they got those, like, um, what's that channel that's in Singapore? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like an Evan Dude, thing, you know? You, Evan, you can't imagine right now how upset I am that every single voice actor 
of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was at Anime Boston, and we interviewed every single one of them. <laughs> and here I am sitting here, you know, my, one of my favorite animes ever, and they're sitting there, you know, behind their microphones like, hmm, they don't even know, and I'm, ugh, I'm so upset. <laughs> I, I if completely... only you had mind-reading capabilities. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, can you imagine if we? Well, just... that would have that would have made them that that would have made them very uncomfortable, you know, because <laughs> Andrew would come out with his mind reading powers, you know. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and be like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that." <laughs> well, you know what? It, it's fine because Matt Mercer, I got to talk to him about Thundercats, and I was happy. But if I could, he's uh, so <laughs> so Matt Mercer was in Thundercats, and which. I'm a, for those who don't know, a lot of our fans, Jessica doesn't know, um, Thundercats, <laughs> any era, any, I, I have all the comic books, I have all the show on DVD, all the new ones, all the old ones, what have you, action figures, whatever. He played Tigra, and I got to talk to him about that, which is completely cool, but Jotaro Kujo is my favorite anime character, almost, he's up there. If he's not my favorite anime character, he's definitely one of the top three. And he was sitting in front of me, you know? And just, he got to play Jotaro Kujo. And, ah, gets me, man. I'm just thinking that Patrick Seitz is Dio. He starts off with, <laughs> You thought you were going to try sushi, but it was I, Dio. Did you give him a Transylvanian accent because he's a vampire? No, no, I was trying to do the Russian from um, Dararara. Oh, okay. Simon. Well, it, it kind of went Transylvanian, and, and Dio is a vampire, so... <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, do you do you know anything about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I do not actually. Really? Yeah. Well, that is a manly show that you should you should check out. Yeah. Put, put some chest hair on, on my chest. <laughs> it's a man, it's a manime, but there there are some very fabulous posing. Oh, it's super I do posable. love me some fabulous posing. Oh man, that they they pose the crap out of that show. It's awesome. It is so awesome. I'm just I actually think, looking like, at pictures of the show on Google. Is just posing. Yeah, one of, one of my favorite memes that came out of out of Joe's Bizarre Adventures is sup losers we're going posing <laughs> <laughs> so now also Crunchyroll last weekend for Anime Expo released the first three episodes in English of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and now it's gone and I yeah. missed it and so I didn't get to see any of the English, did, which I did. I got to see the first two episodes. Evan, did you catch no, it? No, I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, I, I um, basically I watched the first two episodes uh, in English because the third episode didn't introduce any new characters as far as the voice acting goes. So all I wanted to hear was the voice actors. Uh, so you got to hear Richard Epcar as Joseph, which is freaking fantastic. Uh, Matt Mercer as Jodoro Kuju, which is really amazing that was like a perfect choice and Kyle A. Bear as Kakyoin as Kakyoin uh, which we all know uh, Patrick Seitz as Dio as as you lovingly mentioned Evan yeah. in in his vampire Transylvania accent it was Russian I was trying to I was trying to transform from Russian to the manly was I Dio <laughs> Dio Dio would like to suck your blood blah. Count Chocula See, I always just go to the count, so I just think, then all of a sudden, but but like Japanese count, so I just be like, Ichi ni That's one, one dead body. Yes, this is going swimmingly. So I don't even think we've talked about the new story yet. Well, okay, the most important part is that Viz is going to be releasing um, 
JoJo, both digitally and in print. The first arc is coming out in January in, in, in digital format, and then in February it'll be coming out in print, and that's the first Phantom Blood uh, arc, which is m- m- probably my favorite that I've seen so I far. I might have to pick up some manga if JoJo is coming out. Yeah, in print. And then at the end of the year, they're doing the same thing for the second arc, which is um, Battle Tendencies with with Joseph. And, yeah, the and Joseph that one's arc. also very good. Well, Joseph is is also one of my favorite Joe stars that they cover, and, uh, I, and I can dig it. I think I will most definitely check it out. Yeah, good luck it's collecting all one hundred million volumes of the manga. <laughs> I do yeah. hate that. It's like it's. I mean, I don't hate it, but it does. It does get. Get annoying because I, I always want the complete story. Yeah. So yeah. it's I've got to have all of them or none of them. Yeah. And so yeah. The manga has been running since the eighties. Oh, so shit. it's it's weird how we complain about how there's like so many volumes of like JoJo and like Naruto and Bleach, but yet Spider Man and Batman have been going on since the nineteen sixties and nineteen thirties, and like oh we don't care. But yeah. but those aren't stories you have to catch up with. They always yeah. make breaking points where you can jump, or jumping on points, as they call them. Right, that is true. <laughs> or they just uh, reboot the whole thing, and you're like, yeah, okay, cool, like exactly. And they just make it terrible. You know? yeah. Can you imagine if they <laughs> like, tried to reboot Naruto? Everyone would be like so <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> He's about to yeah, become an Lex Okage. All right, we're going to go all the way back to the past and redo everything. <laughs> Let's move on. We should probably move on because I have like seven more stories. And if they go on this long, this is going to be like our first two-day-long podcast. <laughs> okay, so next up in media news, uh, this gentleman named Aaron Porter. He was an alcoholic at one point, and then he also quit smoking. But And to take care of that he started running what he has decided to do for 2015 he is going to run the length of japan what he's doing it for is he's raising support for tsunami uh, relief fund efforts and so up until 2015 there are places where you can go to pledge in his efforts and he's looking to raise somewhere around $35,000 which i mean like this is like a real life forrest gump right here i mean the length of japan is pretty far so let's yeah, and the see. terrain changes quite a bit too. So that's absolutely not, yeah, like that. I would say, alcoholic, drug user, smoker. He's going to pass up before he even gets out of Hokkaido. He's been running. He's. It's been years. I think he's been running for like ten years or something like that. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's so like, the lady made it sound. It made it sound like he just decided to do. Yeah. That. Like, oh, yeah, like last gonna... week, he's like, I'm going to start running. This is fun. I think I can um, do all. This but thing. in a related story, did you guys hear that there was another 6.8 magnitude earthquake off the coast of Japan? I heard about something similar to that, yeah. I guess nothing really came out of it, but it was right off of Fukushima, which caused, obviously, a huge uproar, you know? I mean, like, they had to check the nuclear power plant, which was fine, thank goodness, but Mm. it also caused a tsunami alert, which um, uh, there were evacuations in Japan over it. Um, so that was something in in recent news as well, and thank goodness everything is okay. Yeah, can we, you imagine? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I I wouldn't even know what to do at that point. It's move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so next up in media news, we have you know the the giant Gundam statue that they have. Studio Sunrise is starting to make plans for a 2019 development to make the Gundam move. Wow. Yes. And the... <laughs> that and, thing is huge. Yeah. And Guillermo del Toro just, it, like, heard that. was like, what? Did somebody say my name? <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
Jessica, the reason why I say it's time for you to step in is because Studio Sunrise is starting a write-in contest for innovative ideas on how to achieve this. Hmm. Both there, there's a, a place that you can go to where both Japanese and English submissions are allowed to submit your engineering ideas on how to and how to make this giant Gundam statue move. Make it tap dance. <laughs> So, so, like, what are they qualifying as moving? I mean, they want the, like, arms to move or just, like, heads to rotate. They want it to shoot into space and fight other Gundams. All right. Well, that's easy. I mean, shit. Oh, yeah, and you need a laser sword. Yeah, laser sword. That's right. Yeah, so start developing a laser sword. So... Uh, you better get on that. I'm just and and I use the word you better get on that because nerdy. Can you imagine repping nerdy show being like that's oh, right? Oh yeah. Built, I built the Gundam. I built the Gundam. I, I made that shit move. You like that? That, <laughs> yeah. was, that was all me. Ten. Yeah. Um. So they're they're taking up submissions up until January of 2015. So. All right. Uh, I'll start. i getting some plans together. Yeah, Jessica and other. Another robot enthusiast? Get on that. Jump on it. Jump on it. Gundam. In other news, they're also auditioning teenage pilots to... Boom! That's an anime reference to every robot anime ever. Take that. Kind of flopped. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> we just gotta find the most emo kid in the world. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, John. Godzilla thought it was funny. Just like you, you get that joke later. You'll get that after, after editing. <laughs> All right. It'll, it'll show up. In fact, listen to our last episode, too, and you'll get it. You'll get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on to some... This is actually a little, a little chunk of Sailor Moon stuff going on. The Nerdist Showroom in L.A. is showcasing an art gallery entitled Meatball Head all Sailor Moon themed to celebrate the 20 years of the show. Now, what it is is uh, a whole bunch of different artist submissions that are just taking their Sailor Moon artwork and and publishing it in in this Nerdist showroom in L.A., which is pretty exciting. I mean, anime isn't something that's still super prevalent, but obviously it's getting bigger now, which yeah, is great. It's, it's, yeah. it's getting pretty big at the moment. And and the fact that there's an art gallery out there that is all based on Sailor Moon, English uh, Sailor Moon at that too, is, is pretty cool. You know, I mean, we, all, we can all see, I mean, we'll even talk about it later on this episode, how big uh, of a show Sailor Moon is becoming once again. You know, it, it's cool that they're giving entire art galleries to just Sailor Moon. That, that's cool to me. Yeah, I'm artist. thinking I might need to hop on the next flight to L.A. Check this, yeah. check this thing out. Absolutely. Send us pictures. Yeah. Also, next up in Sailor Moon news. Did you know that Sailor Moon had a musical? I, I feel like I did know this, but I... They've had like Yeah, seven. they've had a lot of musicals. Yeah. Have they really? Yeah. Because... Yeah. Okay. I, I, I know. I'm... I'm I'm pretty familiar with one of them, but that's about it. Yeah, from the uh, from the the article that this news story came from, they saying that this is this might have been the first one, and it's based off of I believe it's like recollections of battles that they've had. Uh, so this this one they're now releasing on DVD, and it's coming out for seventy four hundred yen, which is like seventy seven dollars American. I mean that's a lot for a DVD, but it, it has the two hour performance plus an hour behind the scenes stuff and a twenty eight page color booklet. The color booklet's probably well. It's just if it's just a booklet, it wouldn't probably make it seventy-seven dollars. At least not here. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, they had a the this this musical had an. I, I'm wondering if they had the same cast for all of these musicals, or if they cast different people. But it's an all-female production. Even Tuxedo Mask is female, and it, and like the girls range from sixteen years old to twenty-two. So it's hmm. 
Yeah. There's um if any of you guys are interested, there's a really great Japanese metal band called Headphones President, and the lead singer of the group used to be one of the Sailor Moons in the musical. <laughs> really? Interesting. Really? Moon healing power. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, uh, they're, they're developing a new uh, a new Sailor Moon play, which is actually or a musical, which is going to be based on the Dark Moon uh, arc of Sailor Moon. Hmm. So everybody can look forward to that. Cool. Uh, so no, ga- no gaming news. No, we don't have any gaming news. I, I mean, like I found uh, Evo's going on this this week, which is you know big in. It kind of overshadows all other gaming news. That's it does. Out. I tried looking for gaming news that wasn't Evo, and that is impossible. Hey guys, did you know that Ed Boon announced the next Mortal Kombat character that's going to be in the game? Raiden. <laughs> that's like saying Sasuke is going to be in a Naruto game. Yeah. Um, or Naruto. It's like Naruto. Yeah, it's like Naruto. Yeah. Naruto, <laughs> <in a> Naruto <laughs> game. <laughs> I believe I, I think that like either Scorpion or Liu Kang. Well, actually, they haven't they haven't announced Liu Kang yet. So I think like Scorpion or Sub Zero is like the Naruto, Naruto of the yeah. Naruto game. <laughs> uh, no, the the reason why he announced that was because they've almost completely rebuilt his character. He's got like new moves and everything, you know. And and I mean, regardless of whether or not you you like characters in Mortal Kombat, you always want to check out the new Mortal Kombat stuff, especially because they have like those bone breaking moves that are like X ray <laughs> shots and stuff like that and you want to see their fatalities and everything and they show those now which is like like if you guys have seen the trailers from Mortal Kombat X it is so brutal like yeah. oh my gosh they've gotten so violent like which is an, which is a really strong statement for Mortal Kombat you know <laughs> so it's time to move on to some strange news yeah strange news welcome to strange news Jessica you're in for it I am. I'm looking forward. I <laughs> strange news. I've, I've you've piqued my interest. These ones actually get pretty weird this this week. Yeah, so, we're um, got, we got some weird ones yay. too. So it's perfect. I keep so, I keep leaning closer to my computer like it's going to make a difference. Like I can hear better. <laughs> First up in strange news, we're going to start off a little light. It's kind of a heartwarming story, and but it's still kind of funny. Tonight. Yeah, the ending is going to be awesome. Quite a while ago, there was a story of a farmer who dropped. Uh, his his iPhone into he he was a farmer who works at a, a grain plant and w- during that time he lost his iPhone in one of the grain shipments. What happened was nine months later he gets a phone call from Japan on his old phone saying, <laughs> "Hey, did you lose your phone?" I guess I, he probably didn't sound like that because he was from Japan, but. Um, <laughs> But as somebody who worked in... Do you lose your phone? That was... That was awful. That was French. That was... Kind of, yeah. It was... Did you lose your phone? Blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but he works in a... It was a Japanese man who works in a Japanese grain uh, mill plant. And he found the phone nine months later and calls him up and says, like, Hey, is this your phone? The guy says, yeah. And he mails it back to him. I mean, like, after nine months, you'd figure that you, your phone's just gone. I mean, Well, he called the guy. I know. So he, he had another phone with him. And who I mean, says all people are assholes these days? Right? I, well, it was from if Germany. If I had lost my phone in a green thing, I would have just jumped and was like, No, my contact! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my candy crush, no. Uh, my flappy bird. <laughs> flappy bird. Nobody you can't download that shit from the app store anymore. <laughs> I still have mine, and I could sell it on eBay for two thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, the next piece of strange news it comes from South Korea, actually, and th- the reason why is because South Korea was uh, recently going to have a museum exhibit 
uh, about One Piece. It was canceled three days before opening, and one of the major reasons that it was canceled before the opening was just because it had imagery of the rising sun. You know, like the the, the flag um, from from Japan. And who and, cares? Well, if you remember. Uh, South Korea isn't always the most tolerant of Japan, and it mostly has to do with uh, things that happened during World War II. Uh, they haven't really f- forgiven them about it. From what I've heard, you know, posts from Peter Payne of J-List and whatnot, Japan really has no animosity against South Korea, and they're sorry for what they did in the past and all that kind of stuff. However, yep. South, South Korea does not feel the same way. A lot of anti-Japanese uh, stuff uh, in certain areas of South Korea... Same same way as any any country you go to any country there's certain racisms anywhere you go, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, they, they people were excited about this event. You know, there uh, were a bunch of pre-sale tickets that were already you know put in place, and just because there was rising sun symbolism, like there was original art from the artist, excuse me, um, of One Piece and everything that were going to be there. Uh, it was just all canceled. So just because just because of that one simple fact. Now it. Does make sense, I guess. the The museum also had kind of like a a war exhibit in there too, and just the fact that it was kind of close. Yeah, so it was a war, it was a, it was like a, a South Korean war museum. So that's kind of which was hosting One Piece stuff in the first place. Yeah, I don't know how they got yeah, that to even uh, go by. Sounds like signals. it's kind of more like their fault right there. Yeah, so I don't I don't really know what's what's up with that whole thing, but can you imagine it's like, hey, I'm gonna bring a One Piece, it's a cartoon, like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Some, so, there must have just been that one guy, like, the, or, or woman, who just, like, walked through and was like, what the hell is this? Like, what is this in my museum? Anger! Uh, yeah. Great! <laughs> they just windmilled the whole exhibit, and it's just like, oh no, they're smashing all of our One Piece stuff, we have to leave. <laughs> Korean Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> now to move on to the strangest of the strange. <laughs> we got this. We got this next strange news piece from a fan. It was Gerardo. Yeah, from right from Gerardo. Uh, and as he sent this to us, even he wasn't sure how to feel about this. Now, when I when I read it, I thought it was brilliant. I I laughed. It's it's disturbing and it's beautiful and it's just. Continue. <laughs> okay, so there was this um, shop in the Akihabara, basically the otaku district of Japan, and there was a specific doujin shop in there that was putting on an event. Now, and it was also hosted by a doujin group. Yes, uh, like a specific. Do- so they're not affiliated with anybody. They're not. They're just a doujin group that wanted to put on this event. Which doujins are fan uh, authors and and writers, illustrators, uh, what what have you, who a lot of them do. Hentai. Yeah, <laughs> who, who, who take yeah. pieces of work and they make them in, into their own fan fictions, essentially. They're essentially published fan fictions. And so there was this one doujin shop in the Akihabara district who was putting on an event and they were selling shaved ice. Yeah, shaved ice, strange news, the end. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> the, they put on a very specific theme at the event, which was all about urine. And <laughs> Okay. They had, uh, if you don't know, there are places in Japan that sell um, drinkable urine. It's a fetish, what have you, to each their own. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Um, But they they also had a standee cutout for a shaved ice machine of a girl that would pee herself yellow syrup for the shaved ice machine. (laughs) 
and this caught the attention of media. <laughs> now, no, 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 wait. So, so can you is, it, is it just lemon flavored, or do they actually manage to like do like? Yes, it's lemon it's flavored. It's lemon flavored. Oh, okay. So even the even the drinkable urine's just tea. Yeah, uh, but um, so. Imagine, like, just a cardboard stand. Like, the cardboard standing was, like, a cute little anime girl, kind of, like, not showing anything but lifting her skirt, like, a little bit. And it, <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Um, it's even can, weird to talk about. Yeah, can you imagine, like, like if we did that, something like that here? I well, mean, we do just... have the, um, well, we have, like, the little boy peeing in the fountain sort of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's more, or, that's... or on the back of the car, the sticker, little boy peeing on whatever it is the driver doesn't like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's like a little bit. That's more European, though. Evan, the the car thing is more definitely more American. Can you imagine like like our sports heroes? Like if we had like Shaq, and it's just like, yo, lemon ice Shaq, <laughs> cardboard standees everywhere of like different sports heroes. Plus, you talk about the, those like those peeing cherub statues, but like I don't think that you've seen people drinking from those statues. <laughs> Let alone people who haven't gotten in trouble for <laughs> at least doing that. Now, here's my thing. No, wait. Okay, so strange news. Lemon ice, the end. That's as strange as it gets, right? Well, okay. Well, fine. no, this is Akihabara, so I feel like it can get stranger. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't tell me there's, like, something chocolate ice cream related. <laughs> now, there was a piece in the article. Close. That, where the article that I read, there was a piece to where they ended it where they, when they ran out of lemon, they switched to strawberry. Woo! That's as strange as it gets. That's as strange as it gets. Well, you mean, you, you don't want to talk about that? Of course I don't want to talk about that. that you get, there's, there's plenty to assume. Now, here's my thing. Here's my thing. There are people we've talked about. We've talked about a lot of weird food and stuff like that on, on on this podcast. We've talked about cat food restaurants and we've talked about toilet themed restaurants, what have you. But like, there are mangas and and people who actually like make a career out of what they're writing that are being canceled, that are deemed unhealthy for like the youth of the Japanese <laughs> nation. If anybody uh, anybody saw the um, assistant artist on Attack on Titan was just about to get her first release in Japan from a, from a like her very own release that she wrote and drew, and it got canceled because it was deemed too unhealthy for J- Japanese. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. What was it about? But what I was reading about it was it sounded like something like out of a Judy Bloom book. A what? Judy Bloom, you know, like Tales of the Fourth Grade, Nothing, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, those books. Uh, I'm familiar with the titles, but I don't read books. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, you but they were... a fourth grade girl that was lost and wanted to have read a book that was just, made you feel accepted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or a guy who was forced to read said <laughs> books for school. <laughs> yeah, but um, but there, there's issues like that, which are like they're like official releases and and things that that you know could can be monitored. And then there are people who are at these media outlets who are covering these things like like peeing lemon like ice. <laughs> I think it's funny. Like, well, it is it's, funny. It's but funny to talk about, but like the idea of it is like, woo, that's kind of weird. It so is. the strawberry flavor is that only like a once a week thing for me? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, menstrual jokes. <laughs> or I wonder if it's just like just because it was in Akihabara that they're just like, yeah, whatever, weird shit happens there. We can't control it. Whatever. Prob- 
Probably, but um, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't, I know like a lot of uh, Akihabara uh, stores are you know made cafes and different things like that. So walking into something like that, you walk into a store, it's like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> you know, when I went to Akihabara, I was expecting more anime related stuff. No, it's mostly porn shops. It's really, is it really, is. yeah, really? It really is. Damn it, I gotta go to Japan and just There's check like that out for myself. There's one comic book store, one anime store, like three mad made cafes, and then just everything else is porn. Really. I, yeah. did, I did not know that. I thought there was a lot more. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Really? You didn't just I was like, disappointed go that I couldn't take a picture with the girls advertising for the maid cafes. Wait, you really they you couldn't? They 500 yen per picture. Although oh. they wouldn't let me take a picture at all. And then I would try what? to like sneak a picture and they'd put their sign in front of their face. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Yep. Oh, that's so kawaii desu. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but no, like I went to this one shop and I saw AV written on there. I'm like, hmm, audio video. Oh, cool. let's go see some electronics. Nope, it's just people having sex and things all yeah, day. Dude, dude, what you don't know is is that in America it's called JAV. And, yeah, and so when yeah. you're in Japan, they drop the J because it's just regular AV there. Yeah, yeah can you imagine? Yeah. yeah, in Japan it's like Japanese adult video. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, JAVs here is is just AVs in Japan. So Evan, yeah, that was it was close, but you know not not that close. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my electronics on. So you're telling me that the the only people on this podcast right now who haven't been to Japan slash Akihabara district are the two hosts of the show. <laughs> yes. Man. Yeah, and so not to put salt, I went to Japan on business and stayed in Akihabara. What you stayed there? Yep. Yeah, it was oh, the Washington man. Hotel. So it was just on the outskirts, but so it was just basically you walked two blocks and you were just right in the heart of everything. That sounds awesome. That sounds so cool. Yeah, and it was nice because get... it was one of our distributors had an electronic shop in there. So I was like, oh, cool. Then I'll stay right by where the distributor is. <laughs> that you, know, was you, a... guys could, you guys could try for a GoFundMe. Say, hey, we want to yeah. do a whole month of Wicked Anime in Japan. <laughs> but expect a Japan trip. We'll have a lot of Akihabara. We, we will film that. She's... <laughs> That's it for news. Thank God. It's time to move on. Now that we're a half hour into the podcast. Yeah. It's time to move on to what we're watching. And this is going to be a pretty big discussion because the new season of anime. This may even mold into what we're talking about for our Tapagachi. Yeah. Because um, we're probably going to be talking about what we're watching because of the new anime season for such a long time. Uh, that our Tapagachi also includes Shoujo and Sailor Moon. So, we're probably just going to talk about what you're watching all the way through Tapagachi. Yeah. How about we do that? That yeah. sounds good. Yeah. And it's just and, and just just be aware that when we start talking about Sailor Moon and Shoujo, that's also the Tapagachi. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to we're going to fusion dance our way into into the Tapagachi. TBZ jokes. Okay. <laughs> Man, it's just like this is like an extra weeaboo episode of Yeah. In fact, our fans have told us that we are the they're happy to listen to us because we're not weeaboos. <laughs> so, like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where this is coming from, but this is just the episode of reference, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right? Episode of reference. Hopefully it's not my fault. Yeah. This is all I, your fault, I, Jessica. I brought down the podcast by my Gosh, we were, we were so nice to be like, join us on our podcast, Jessica. And you were like, no! And we were like, do it! And you were like, okay! That's because that's I, knew, what, that, I knew I'd ruin everything. Oh. That's... That was exactly how that conversation. It was. Went. It was. Yeah. There was a lot of kicking and screaming. Part of the heart flashback it. music. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we already reenacted it, so we can go back into present time. <laughs> so this new season of of summer anime, it's totally awesome. Yeah. Like, I've watched everything. I mean, granted, a lot of that was due to the fact that I had jury duty and I sat in a room for three hours and nothing happened. Um, Are you kidding me? No, yeah, yeah seriously. I, they, I got paid a full day's wage of work to watch three hours of anime. Um, <laughs> and who says jury duty is a pain in the ass? Exactly. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I can't wait for my next jury duty. <laughs> um, but this new season of anime is awesome. Like, I've watched everything. and Yeah, and this is actually the perfect crowd to talk about it. Because I think we've all seen not everything, but a lot of it. Uh, and because and I know if, if Dylan and Glitch were on the show, they probably wouldn't have watched anything yeah. as far as it goes. So having all, you you two on there with us, this is perfect. Because yeah. uh, even Jessica, you you we had talked about this beforehand that you mm-hmm. have seen a couple of things, which is great. Now let's let's start off with something with something general. What's everybody's favorite from this season? I can tell mine if 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 I, if anybody wants to go first. Okay, well, mine, uh, Akame Got Kill. That's what I yeah. was going to say, actually. It's, it really? was so good. Jessica, you enjoyed it? I did enjoy it, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, this is very good, because um, cause I, I, too, enjoyed it, but I thought um, uh, I, I will keep watching it. I will definitely keep watching it, because the char- even with what little de- uh, character development they had in the first episodes, the characters were interesting enough. It was like a D&D to- campaign. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was like a yeah. D campaign. It was like playing Dungeons and Dragons, dude. That's actually that's actually a pretty good reference. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like Slayers. Yeah, it, it well, not not exactly um, less less magic. It, this okay. is this is a this is a low magic fantasy. Yeah, but uh, okay. So a comedy got killed. It, it it's weird because it's like a really really dark comedy. Like there's like that really strange mix of Japanese humor where there's the super D and, and stuff see, like and, that. And see that was that was just my issue with the show was it felt like every single time they went on it was it was hmm what is the most inappropriate spot we can put comedy right here okay yeah like that's what I that's what it felt like. But a lot of the jokes hit, which was my favorite. Yeah, thing. yeah. But also my one of my favorite things about it was that it was super violent and uncensored. Yes. Yeah. It it wasn't the the uncensored parts were when they were killing monsters. The rest of it there was censorship when it was when it was humans? Yeah, there was, I don't there, really was recall. there was still the amazing appearing black fog. I don't really recall cuz I remember when the when the chick with the giant scissors cut that other woman in half. You could tell that she got cut in half. Yeah, but she she did have a black fog over her. Maybe, but I mean it was it was good enough. It was It was good enough. And yeah. I mean, you know, that I, I was just I just had a lot of fun with it. You know, it was it was really fun, and I, I totally continue to watch it. You know, the main character is kind of cliche. Yeah, I, I thought the main character was pretty dumb. But I mean, he he's a, he was a country bumpkin going into the city. You know, so they kind of need to make him dumb. You know, he was like, yeah, I'll just walk into the city and make a name for myself. No, you're from the country. What the heck are you talking about? And uh, one of the things that I um, noticed was uh, the group of assassins in the show. It felt like each of their personalities, like each and every one of them, had a singular personality. To make one complete character, yeah, that's just yeah. Kind of, that was just kind of my opinion as I saw it. Um, so they'll become like a Megazord of sorts. Of <laughs> well, they kind of do already. You know, they they're like oh, they're always traveling as a group. So Jessica, what were your thoughts then? Um, so I really enjoyed it. Actually, one of the I was afraid that it was going to be sort of the little a little cliche country bumpkin runs into this group of killers and you know joins for some strange reason. 
while he's trying to find his friends. So I was actually kind of glad uh, at the end that, spoiler alert, uh, his friends didn't make it because I wouldn't have wanted to watch the rest of the season with him being like, oh, where are my friends at? I hope I meet yeah. up with them soon. That is actually pretty true. And that, I actually, believe it or not, um, it's, it's kind of weird how they still kind of made you feel bad for them even though they had very, very little Exactly. Yeah, and I think the, it, it provided a nice piece of character development for him of, oh, shit, like, this is not at all what yeah. it seems. <laughs> well, yeah, and but the thing, because the thing is he lost everything at that moment. So he, and, yeah. and in that moment, he, he in that very moment, I won't say what happened, but he just decides to throw it all away again. Yeah, which yeah. is, it's, um, I might not be kind of going into what what you were not saying but it's kind of weird that they gave they actually gave him incentive to join not just like oh i guess i might as well join now like it was just like oh hey by the way this is the bad things are happening and he's like oh yeah you're right i guess i will join you guys yeah so i don't know whose favorite thing i because i think one of my favorite things of that whole episode was that at the very 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 end the guy who's in full armor Full suit and armor, and just, is just like is going to be the super charming tank. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, he's my he's my favorite character. That's that's the kind of character that I play when I play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm always a like seven foot tall Goliath yeah. with with like a warhammer or something like the that. Gen- the gentleman, and I'm a gentleman. Tank. Yeah, the so, gentleman tank. So I, I am exactly that character, and yes, he's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so Evan, have you seen it yet? No, not yet. It's in my queue, though. Yeah, you should oh, check dude. it out because yeah. it's really fun to watch. It's 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 really cool because this season seems to be bringing uh bringing us a couple animes that uh, actually will go directly into our hardcore anime panel for next year at Anime Boston. Yeah, yay! Um, a- a- anybody have a different favorite? So I'll say Majimoji was really cool. Really, it seems so cliche. It was really cliche, but um, I'm okay with cliche if I'm if I enjoy the show. Am I alone on that? Well, I mean, I guess if you enjoy the show, you enjoy the show. Yeah. Character designs are really good. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of that's kind of something I like. I'm I'm a one <laughs> one. I'm a sucker for really cute characters, and that show did uh, uh, kind of be like, hey, here you go, here's all these cute characters, you know. Uh, so they they did that for me. Um, it was funny, like it made me laugh a couple times, which was nice. Um, <laughs> which is good when it, when it's a comedy. Yeah. And I kind of want to see where it goes. So I will stick with that show, uh, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so basically what that's about is there's a, there's a kid who has been dubbed, oh, he's trying to be, he's trying to be a pervert, like the, the biggest pervert in the school. Surprise, anime. <laughs> and, uh, and he gets wrapped up with this, um, supernatural club. And they basically force him to try to summon a witch. They, they create the circle and he puts the book down and he says... I wish for a cute girlfriend. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It, nothing happens, and his friends come over and be like, "Dude, what did you did you wish for a cute girlfriend?" And he's like, "No." Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, dudes, I was just kidding. I wished for panties. And like, <laughs> another, another thing that's like, surprise, okay, <laughs> panties, panties in an anime, what? Uh. So, so instead of getting the cute girlfriend, which he actually wished for, he, the, the witch gives him the pair of panties. So, uh, and what, what the end of the contract says is that when you wish for something, you also will die within two days. Whoopsie. Yes. Oh. The first, the first episode is the synopsis of the anime. Basically, if you read the synopsis, that's the entire first episode. Hmm. Hmm. Evan, do you have a favorite yet? Not yet. This is, is going to sound kind of disappointing for you guys right now, but I really haven't had enough time to catch up on a lot of anime because I've got like eight video games I need to review. <laughs> I am shocked, Evan. You <laughs> always have time for anime. I try so shocked, hard. Shocked and disappointed. Although I will say I've been, watch, I, I've been watching Rama One Half and I've been watching Old School Sailor Moon and the new Sailor Moon, but I haven't watched anything else yet. Okay. Or actually, no. Wait, that's not true. I've been watching Space Dandy. Oh, oh yeah, that was the other go. show. Yeah, Space that, Dandy. That was the other show that I was trying to think of. Jessica, do you get your Adult Swim on and watch Space Dandy? Um, I do not have Adult Swim, so I think I will need to illegally download Space Dandy. Really? You mean you don't even have Cartoon Network? Uh, no, I don't have cable. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's a problem with with this day and age now. I mean, like when they go with simulcasting, a lot of people a lot of people don't have cable anymore. So you can find Space Dandy elsewhere, though. So that is probably on AdultSwim.com. No, I mean, yeah. Hulu has really? it. You can't. Hulu might not. No, no, yeah, AdultSwim.com. I think has it. Oh, okay. oh seriously? Okay. Um, well, okay. Yeah. Okay, Evan. Good. Good. Uh, good point. Space Dandy was awesome. Yeah, the season premiere of Space Dandy yep. was freaking hilarious. They they broke down every anime trope, or uh, quite a few anime tropes. They even threw in an Attack on Titan parody in there. <laughs> yes, that was great. And, like, oh my gosh, like, the humor was so good. The closing joke was amazing. The closing joke. <laughs> Again, Evo again, dandy. Just, I want to die. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Again, you know, Space Dandy uh, stuck with its formula of universe-breaking jokes at, to end the episode. Yep. And um, it is so funny. It is so funny. Yeah. Um. And and what they always do for like the first first episode of every season is that they put in like such good animation. And this episode had had it bones. At its best, yeah. you know, with uh, with like giant robot meow, like like chasing space <laughs> space dandy and his crew through the desert and like blowing up rocks and shooting lasers and stuff. That was that was so good. Yeah. So basically, Jessica, what we're, what we're even talking about is uh, in the first episode. You don't need to see the last season to watch the first episode of, of sec- the second season. All right. Um, N- none of the episodes correlate. Yeah, none of the episodes correlate. They're all like standalone. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. I love episode of the week animes because it's kind of it's very it's a very Western thing to do. Oh, sorry. So also, quick side note uh, for those of you without cable, Hulu Plus does have the first season. So if people want to watch it, there you go. There you Excellent. go. So basically, what happens is they find a um, a thread, a, yeah, a, a, a thread in in uh, uh, in the universe, 
Uh, and when and they keep pulling the threads, and basically they keep jumping from universe to universe and seeing all the alternate dimension space dandian crew. All right. And so it's and it's the antics uh, of all how <laughs> how almost every single space dandy in the in the universe is a better space dandy than the than the one that we're following. <laughs> And then they all get stuck in the same dimension, which causes rifts throughout the universe. <laughs> Boobies turns into chesties. Oh my gosh. It was, yeah, Until it's the all last males draw. And... Hi, welcome to Boobies. Yeah. Welcome to my it was brilliant. It was, it was just hilarious and so funny. Here's um, a question. Do you okay. think they're ever going to reveal why Dr. Jell is chasing Space Dandy? I don't think so. Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, that's, so hard to, that's so hard to call, but um, I, I, think, I, I, I don't see I feel like it. at another anime convention, if I get to interview J. Michael Tatum, that's going to be one of my questions. Yeah, right. That'd be a good idea. Okay. Did you guys... Oh, well, Evan obviously didn't. Uh, Jessica, I, I don't know if you did. Uh, this will ha- probably have to be an a- another anime that you download because Funimation has this anime, which means they're not releasing it for free. Mm. Zankyu no Terror, which is uh, Terror and Resonance, which is Shinichiro Watanabe's uh, new anime, uh, the Cowboy Bebop director. And uh, Space Dandy. And Space Dandy, uh, about terrorists. And, ve- and uh, you know, a very close-to-home thing for Americans. And holy crap, this is one of the, I don't know, one of the deepest animes uh, it was so uncomfortable to watch because it, it was a little close to home with all with everything that's been going on, especially here in Boston, but mm-hmm. not just Boston, but the but the United States. Mm. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of um, there, it was it's weird because there's a mix of 9/11 and the Boston Marathon bombings. But the anime huh. was so brilliant. It was so good, and I mean, I had no doubt because it's directed by Shinichiro Watanabe, and he hasn't made an anime that I haven't liked yet. Yeah. I I, li- I like every single show he has made. Yeah, the the um the show follows two main characters who are teenage boys in high school who are terrorists, and you don't know where they came from though. They no. uh, they uh, they keep talking about uh, that they've escaped from a, some sort of facility, but and they're the only two ones that escape. They they they're terrorists and they and they devise a plan. They steal stuff from a chemical plant to blow up a, a building, and. This this girl who is is like a, an outcast at school. Gets, yeah, she's bullied. She, and... she gets mixed into all of it, and she ends up becoming a, becoming an accomplice. And now you follow these two boys the entire time, though. And this girl is a, a side character, and these two boys are so charming. You can connect with them. Like they're fun to watch, and you remember that they're terrorists. Like it's the it's the the weirdest feeling. Well, and ever it's so weird because because one of one of the boys is is like really straight laced tough guy, and um, and the other one is happy go lucky nuts. And the way that the girl explains it is smile like sunshine, eyes uh, eyes as cold as ice, which is just to me that was like the most brilliant line I've ever. I've ever heard it, it. It's so perfect. I, I was I, I fell in love with the anime right away. Yeah, it's really dark. So, so if you guys have the chance, you have to watch Zonky No Terror because I know for a fact that this is going to be a, a huge talking topic for as far as anime goes because of the terrorism theme. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> That's um, it. Something yeah. a little bit a, a little bit more happier. The other one that I was truly impressed with this season was Glass Lip. Uh, this one's free on Crunchyroll, or streaming on Crunchyroll anyways, and it'll be free 
um, eventually. But it's just a regular slice of life about six kids who are in their last year of high school and are about to split apart. You know, like their friendship is is about to split apart because they're about to all go to college and everything like that. Kind of like the end of Azumanga Daioh. Uh, or like if, if it were to end... Um, or begin where Asmongadayo ended. It follows this one girl who's, she's an artist, and she wants to become a glassblower. And so it follows her daily life through, you know, training, or, you know, trying to be uh, a glassblower, you know, doing her art on the side, and also, you know, being with her friends. Uh, and this, the story starts with her meeting this new guy who just moves in in his third year of high school, which is really hard for him because he's not going to be able to make many friends before they all split apart again. And it's just this really emotional, kind of friendly, feel-good comedy. The, um, the um, slice-of-life aspect, it, it's, it's, it's got really good animation, um, really impressive in some places, really flat in others just because, you know, it's, it's conversational at times. Um, but there's always something in every single scene that, that grabs you, makes you like, I, I, whether it's a way that they draw a character's face or they, or they animate it, or there's a conversation that's happening. The conversations they have are awesome. You know, huh, uh, that's weird. Like, like they, there's, there's one part where they talk about like the, a girl is drawing chickens, uh, and because, the, because it's in the country and they're all country bumpkins. So she, she's sketching on her sketch pad and she's drawing chickens and she meets the new guy in their class and they start talking about like, why are these free range chickens? They're just going to be eaten by other animals. And then it gets into this really weird topic and it was, it was really heartwarming and nice and I kind of liked it, but it was also kind of sad because I've been through the leaving friends at college kind of thing. Huh. Yeah, I like that one. And then another one that I watched uh, while I was at jury duty was uh, uh, called Dramatical Murder, which is, it takes place in like a really distant future, which it, the, the story wasn't that great, but what grabbed me was not the characters themselves, but the character designs. And the character designs are like, um, every character is like an SNK character, not Sh- Shingeki no Kyo- Kyojin. Yeah, not Attack on Titan. Not Attack on Titan. Actual SNK people. SNK Playmore, who <laughs> they they made the King of Fighters games and they've made uh, Metal Slug, good games. Mm-hmm. Um, every character in it is unique in their own design, and uh, and it, it's just a game about this fighting game where anybody in the world can connect online and fight each other at any given moment. It's really strange. I don't really know what's going on at the moment. It's intriguing, though, so I might give it one or two more episodes. My three-episode policy. Other shows that are in our queue that we're planning on watching but haven't watched yet. Uh, for me, I'm uh, planning on watching Tokyo Ghoul, which may also go into the... I've heard it's really good. Yeah, according... I've heard amazing things yeah, about it. Yeah, and, and according to the trailer, it looks like it's also going to go into the hardcore anime panel. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Ooh. Um, so long as they don't pupa it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the next one would be Bar- Barakamon. Yeah, which is the um, slice of life calligraphy anime. <laughs> yep. Which looks cute. Which is really weird because they're getting into a lot of cultural stuff. You know, they're doing glass blowing and uh, and calligraphy this season, which is like really yeah. strange things that you never usually well, see. If you guys want to go check out my review on YouTube of uh, Gogo <laughs> Nippon, you'll 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 see that. Um, I am actually huge into just learning things about the Japanese culture, so stuff like that interests me. I don't really find that stuff boring like other people might. Okay, let's talk about something... uh, Sailor Moon? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Sailor Moon was amazing. Like, utterly astounding. Did anybody disagree that Sailor Moon wasn't amazing? Good. Silence is agreement. (laughs) (laughs) Silence is taken as agreement. Okay, (laughs) so... Yeah, um... 
I loved everything about Sailor Moon. The characters, like, like I know we only met Usagi really in the in the first episode, but she, but from the moment that they introduced her, it was it was amazing. Even before they introduced her, where it was showing like the the the, the fly through of the universe, and they were mm-hmm. playing that music. Yeah, it was just yeah. Like, yeah, it was just so good. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is. Bizarre! <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, this is weird. And but, like, there's been then, people online that have been saying that you know, oh, it's totally unnecessary, like totally unnecessary flashback. But I think that it really just set it up and set it apart from the old series. Absolutely. Yep. Like, just agreed. Quick question before we get into this, though. Um, at least uh, from this week that we're recording this episode, why hasn't why didn't the second episode come out? What's because it's yeah, only every, every other week. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that, man. I was so excited. Sailor Mercury is my favorite Sailor Scout, um, so I was like super pumped for this this Saturday and be like, yeah, I'm gonna finally see Sailor Mercury. And man, like, what the heck? <laughs> Disappoint. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Though now I I do remember hmm. I do remember the fact that they were gonna release it every other week. I forgot about that. So oh, well. Sailor Mercury is your favorite. You heard that the um, the current voice actress. Of Sailor Mercury, just did a photo shoot for Playboy Japan, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Was she wearing the Sailor Mercury lingerie that's available? No, 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 nothing like that. See, I'm okay with this, Evan, because it's it's the voice actress was doing it. That's fine. Sailor Mercury was not doing that. (laughs) We'll get into some sort of perfect blue situation here. Here's the thing that people don't realize. Playboy Japan is a lot more classier. Like, they rarely ever take their clothes off or anything. So you don't don't see her naked. Oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm. That's a little bit better. I, I don't know. I think people should keep their clothes on and not display it in public sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking, you you mentioned the Sailor Moon lingerie, yeah, um, <laughs> which which made me yeah. think about like this this whole Sailor like I, I call I've been calling it Sailor Mania, you know, because because we're seeing Sailor Moonia, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like. Sailor Moon is exploding in the same way that it's, it was in the 90s, if not bigger, yeah. at this, this well, time around. I, I kind of almost feel like um, that when Sailor Moon first came out, people were watching it and discovering it. And then after the fact, after Sailor Moon is all done and, done and over, people were like, oh my gosh, Sailor Moon. You know, it, but it wasn't like that when it was coming out. People were just watching it as a show. Right. Yeah. Um, so now that it's coming back, people are doing it first instead of after. Well, I think me too. I mean, so like, so Sailor Moon was my my first anime. So yeah. I was uh, like twelve, I think, when I started watching it, and so then I just became obsessed with anime in general. Um, so then it was a couple years down the line, and I found out how absolutely terrible the dick dubs were, and how mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. cheated I felt. So, <laughs> kind of this this relaunch is kind of like second chance. Like, okay, we're doing it right this time, and we're not gonna have to go through. Uh, you know, a few They're years. They're not of... going to pull a Deke move, right? But uh, boom. <laughs> but yeah, they're coming out with like all this stuff that's Sailor Moon now. I mean, like uh, Bandai is releasing like real tiaras, like Sailor Moon tiaras for one hundred and ten dollars each. Mm-hmm. You can buy the Sailor Moon uniforms for um, for ninety five dollars. There's Sailor swimsuits and lingerie and all that kind of stuff now. I mean, it's crazy. How like Sailor Moon is making this huge comeback? <laughs> We've only seen one episode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I need um I need to make a quick correction. That whole Playboy thing, 
it wasn't the uh, it's not the current voice actors for Sailor Mercury. It's actually the uh, the person who played Sailor Venus in the live action Sailor Moon. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Sailor, Sailor Venus is my sense. favorite. Yeah. Sailor Venus is your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. <laughs> Jessica, who's your favorite Sailor Scout? Um, so, actually, so everybody get ready to giggle. Uh, Sailor Uranus is my favorite. So, uh-huh. uh, Uranus? Okay. <laughs> um, but inner sensu-wise, uh, Venus is. Because yeah. she was, I mean, um, especially in the in the manga, which is what um, I'm really excited to see, is she was total, like, general, we're going into battle, this is what you guys need to do, taking charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see that side of her come to yeah. life in the anime. Like my main man Spike Spiegel always said, a level woman who can kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and okay, how about, speaking of the characters anyways, too, um, well, first off, Evan, who's your favorite Sailor Scout? I gotta say Sailor Venus. I always, I always <laughs> had, like, my, that was my yeah. anime girl crush when I was in high school. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's a, it's a good choice. I mean everybody like <laughs> seems to like Sailor Venus, but I'm, I I mean I'm not, and I know I'm not the only one who likes Sailor Mercury. A lot of people like Sailor Mercury, but now, actually a lot of the reviews one. that I've read, people are saying that Sailor Mercury is their favorite. I, she's the nerd one, so you know <laughs> she connected with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now let's uh, also speaking of characters, uh, Tuxedo Mask in the first episode was really cool. He was really yeah. cool. I, I, I dig Tuxedo Mask. Like, uh, originally, you know, he, I wasn't really a huge fan. Well, and in this one, he kind of swooped in like a Manime character. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and, that, and, that, and that rings bells with us here at Wicked Anime. You know? <laughs> Always. But yeah, I mean, I was just enthralled by all the characters. The visuals are really nice. I, I'm just, like, super looking forward to the rest of the show. I, I never thought... I never thought that I would have liked it so much. I thought the reason why is I thought I was going to like it because it was Sailor Moon. Yeah. But when I watched it, I liked it much more than that reason, which I am very happy about. Yeah, I agree with you. It feels Um, like it's a new experience this time around. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was, uh, one of the things that I was not expecting because the, the art is so refined and, you know, they don't do as much, or actually even at all, they don't do Super D. They don't do the huge eyes thing like they did in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But she was still a clumsy girl. Like, they still kept her, like, oh, no, like, clumsy, fall, like, I'm late for school kind of a thing, you know? And that was that was surprising to me because because of the refined art style, for some reason I had in my head, oh, they're going to change that. Yeah. Because yeah. the art style doesn't tr- uh, contribute to clumsiness because it looks so beautiful and nice. Like, it, it, it almost seems like she'd be like a tougher girl but she's still the same Sailor Moon or the same Usagi yeah Yeah. it was really cool now Jess I I know that uh, that we've been uh, talking about this for a little while but have we touched on any of the topics that you touched on in your article that you wrote on Nerdy Show um a little bit so so actually I did a follow up second one um so I guess to segue in, some of the things that I that I didn't like as much was while the art style was great, I did sort of miss the expressiveness. So there were yep. certain times when Usagi was, like at the very end of the episode when she was angry and she was making an angry face, it wasn't really obvious that she was sort of annoyed until they zoomed in on her really close. Yep. So I do kind of miss more of that uh, sort of esp- expressiveness that she had in the past. <laughs> the um, whole and they also look so mature, cheeks. too. Yes. Like, yes. they don't look like they're 14 <laughs> at 
and sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between um, like student and adult. Like Haruna Sensei and Usagi and Naruchan, like they all look like they could yeah. be in university together. <laughs> all of them, all yeah. them in their uh, in, in with their supermodel legs. Right, <laughs> lip gloss, and, and like the, she got the, legs. <laughs> and the only <laughs> the and the only thing that like deciphered the age difference between Usagi and um, forgive me, Tuxedo Mask. I don't know his his name. Uh, or, right off the top of my head. Yeah, Mamoru, that's right. I knew that it was a name that was important to me. Mamoru Hosoda. That's, that's the connection there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Usagi and Mamoru, like, the only difference that you could tell between, like, their age difference is that Mamoru is, like, eight feet tall and uh, Usagi is, like, six. So actually, so, so actually, if they're sticking closer to the manga, they're actually a lot closer in age. So he's only in high school. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, thought he was ni- I thought he was 19. Um, no. He got held back. Yeah, so you know he's in his. <laughs> when they first meet, he's in his uh, last year of high school, or second to last year of high school. Okay, so he's like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. So, so we're not going to be going through this whole cradle robbing thing. Nope. For now, then. <laughs> now, and and that's actually what's kind of interesting because I mean, if you think about it, um, it's really not that weird of a. Because I mean, she, yes, she's still in middle school technically. But they're only like three or four years apart. Once, once she turns like eighteen, or, or like you know, in in college, he's not like the distance in age. It's kind of like that thing. Like it vanishes. Once you, yeah, yeah. Like what? It's kind of like that thing. Like once you get into college, age doesn't really matter anymore. Well, so, actually, so, also in Japan, uh, it's sixteen to legally marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. I thought it was. I thought age of consent was fifteen. Actually, age of consent is fifteen. Marriage is sixteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so that, that's interesting. Uh, how old was he in the original show? He was in college. I don't think he they ever really college. did age, like specific so, age. So maybe I was thinking maybe he was 19. Because, I mean, that would still make sense if he was still a college student uh, and he was, he was like 19 and she's 14. That's five, a five-year difference. Yeah. Um, that's it's still kind of weird, but I don't know. Like a middle schooler crushing on a, yeah, on it's a college like, it's student. Like, yeah, it's weird at that time period right because maturity wise it's so it's so different but well because um it it would be one thing if he had a crush on her i mean it's it's kind of normal for you know a younger girl to have a crush on an older guy especially if he's handsome right you say i mean like i mean like she if she's in middle school college guy looks pretty cool yeah totally so uh it, it would just be weird if he was just like yeah that middle school student all right yeah yeah i can dig that Yeah, and that's actually one of the problems that a lot of people had with the original uh, anime when they were talking about their relationship, was they're like, the only reason that they got together was because they had these memories of the past, and if they were actually, didn't have that, then they would have had no interest in each other. Which I, I like that they kept, like, they, they did that very well, too, referring back to Usagi's dream, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in there, too. They, they didn't overplay that, I don't think. And the way that the way that Usagi, you know, like, they had her go, like, oh, that girl in the dream, she was so beautiful, you know, that, yeah. that sort of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It, was just really, it was just really, really subtle, and, and I liked it. Yeah, I really yeah. liked, I really enjoyed her second dream sequence when uh, the two of them are running and it transforms into Sailor V fighting and then Sailor V fighting in the video game to save <laughs> yeah. Luna. Like, that was just, it was so well done, I thought. Yeah, that was that little bit of Super D that we were, that, that you know, people would expect from the 90s stuff. Yeah. Was like, but uh, I like the shoujo, like, I, I kind of like the shoujo elements that they that they threw in there. Like, whenever they introduced a female character, there were like there was, like, that flower border. Right, yeah. Which I, I thought was kind of funny, almost as if they were, it's weird, because like, I kind of took it, a, I didn't really take it seriously. I, it was kind of reminded me of, like, Oren High School. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shoujo bubbles. Yeah. Shoujo bubbles. Shoujo everywhere. bubbles. Because and I, th- I I just thought it was funny because when they introduce a guy character like the that nerd guy like they didn't oh, do yeah. the flower solos so it's like no girls are only special in here you know <laughs> only girls get roses yeah. and shojo bubbles well um, and cute guys so then cute guys will get the sojo bubbles behind them like oh he's so dreamy yeah well and um, that was funny too like when. Usagi met Mamoru, you know, for the first time, and she was kind of doing that, like, middle school girl stare in awe kind of thing uh-huh. at him, and then she got, like, she got all clumsy again, but it felt a little bit more real, where, like, you know, she had dropped her book bag, and then she just kind of, like, decides to, oh, I'm gonna go away now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then she come, and then she comes back, and she picks up her bag, and she runs away again. Yeah. You know, I forgot about that. That was adorable. Oh, yeah, that was really good. It was kind of weird seeing Mamoru already dressed in the uh, tuxedo, though. But again, that's also in the in the manga. Is that's, oh. the, that's their exact meeting? Is so. And then, you're telling me that you're telling me that she first sees them in a tuxedo, then she sees them as tuxedo mask, and she can't put two yeah. the, two things well, together. Well, she has so she has this moment when she finally does figure it out, um, which is like Act Seven, I think, and. Uh, She's like, oh, wow, I'm so dumb. <laughs> how, did, how did I not realize this? And then also I think it always has something relatable. I mean, no matter who you are, it's, it's the, the, teen, the teen struggles of shit you go through. Like, I love that first scene when it was her and, and Ikuku when she falls down the stairs and her mom is just sort of like, oh, okay, she fell again. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> no, yeah. not okay. Like, I totally like overdramatic. Yeah, no, I was really happy with the the introduction of her character because it was perfect. Like it was illustrated perfectly. You know, you, you knew exactly what you were getting out of it. And I also one of the things that you were mentioning earlier, you know, the struggles of real life. I mean, like what person at all, not even not just just girls like like Usagi, but what person in the world hasn't hasn't said like, "Man, I wish I could just be a superhero and not have to go to school." Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I've wished that thousands of times. Like, wouldn't it be so cool if I was just like a hero of some sort and I didn't have to do any of this normal life crap? Right, and I would remember like I would Who actually even remember that? walking into school and like picturing if I was a, a sailor senshi and like I'm fighting in school and all these people are like, oh my god, what's going on? I'm just like, yeah, I'm yeah. This, this badass soldier, no big deal, whatever. Sometimes yeah. I used to imagine myself just walking on the ceiling, just acting all badass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is this actually is not the only shoujo manga I own. Shoujo bubbles. Uh, I've actually stumbled across uh, when uh, the Hellgirl anime came out. Do you guys know Hellgirl? Oh yeah. Yeah. The anime is not a shoujo. The anime is actually a horror, and it's very dark and very gruesome. But the manga is in fact a shoujo drawn like Sailor Moon. Has Sailor uh, or has shoujo bubbles. It's crazy. It's so weird. It's a, it's a shoujo horror manga. But it's not like they cut out the blood and they cut out the. It's so weird. Huh. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I almost feel tricked into buying a shojo because of <laughs> because of the anime. But um, but it 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 was like it it reads like the TV show. It's just it it's drawn with you know the. It's more cre- pretty. It is. It's drawn like with the creepy shojo girls. <laughs> and and the interesting thing about shojo you know, in general, is there was actually a shoujo release this season, uh, this new s- summer season of anime. It was about middle school girls doing, like, airsoft and military training programs. It, it was it was deemed a shoujo when it was coming out, but 
I saw a little bit of it, and it doesn't seem shoujo-esque at all. It even has some some very you know cliche fan servicey moments with like big breasts and stuff like that. Yeah. But That's... but yet it's considered a shoujo. Is that because of the fact that it's all, uh, like an all-female cast. I, I think that's uh, that's sort of what I've Pretty noticed much. on a lot of things that I've been watching recently. Is it says it's shoujo, but it just it it just seems like they just say that because it's the main character is a girl or they're following yeah. a girl storyline. Well, I mean, the other thing is too is that maybe yeah, like you're right, the main character is a girl because as long as the as the main character isn't a guy who's a pervert, then it's not. Yeah. Then, then yeah. I mean, that's that's the only thing keeping it from being a shoujo. Because uh, it's actually the same thing. Um, there was a new anime also this season that we haven't watched yet. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. That's uh, labeled a sign-in anime, which sign-in, the sign-in genre means older male. Um, so it's, it's, it's for an older audience, but it's about a girl who wants to learn how to dance. Hmm. So I don't, know, I don't know how they're going to market that towards an older audience, right? It, it does seem like there's a lot less shoujo coming out as far as anime goes. Very yeah, true. It's, yeah. It seems like that it's a very limited genre that hasn't caught the eye of many people. The the way that they so quickly jumped on, you know, bringing Sailor Moon to America this season because they knew that everybody was going to Watch going it. to be watching yeah. it. Even um, e- even with the re-releases of the the redub of the of the old show, who already which I totally- pre-ordered their copy. I haven't pre-ordered anything yet because I don't have money. Um, I haven't gotten my second second volume of Ranma yet. Really? Uh, there. I got yeah. mine like a week before it was released. Ah, oh, man, dude. Right stuff. <laughs> you got to do right stuff. I actually saw something on Tumblr. I saw a leak of the of the redub online where Stephanie Shea is playing Usagi. And it sounds now. great. Oh, it's so adorable. I love <laughs> Stephanie Shea so much. Me too. <laughs> okay, so I think that, yeah, I think that concludes our... Majority Sailor Moon shoujo conversation. Let's uh, move on to uh, to the fan service. Fan service. Yeah. What, what the heck, fans? You didn't, you didn't like the last episode? Says says crap to talk about. This is your fault. This is your fault. Fan blaming. That's good. That, that that'll bring in the viewers. <laughs> we don't have any fan service. Oh. Our, fans, our fan service was the news piece that was sent to us by our fan, which is awesome. Please, ever, anybody send us fan well, send we, us news pieces. Yeah, because we've gotten plenty of news pieces that are sent to us by fans uh, with that. But hey, if you guys want to join in on the, on the conversation, maybe you saw Sailor Moon. Maybe you hated Sailor Moon. Tell us why you hated Sailor Moon. And we'll I tell really you want to know why you would, so please do. Yeah, exactly. I got the manga right, sitting right here. I went to go get it right for this conversation, and uh, it follows it to a T. So it's not wrong. If you guys want to email us about Sailor Moon, maybe you guys are watching uh, some of the episodes uh, that are coming out for the summer season. Uh, we, we absolutely know that some people hated Akame Got Kill, but we all loved Akame Got Kill. Tell us why. Uh, send us anything you want, guys. Uh, we're still waiting on fan fiction. <laughs> and, anyway, if, uh, and if you guys want to find our review videos... Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash wicked, uh, wicked anime reviews. Uh, we have reviews and uh, fun interviews, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can also find us at uh, facebook.com slash wicked anime, uh, where we have frequent updates on videos, news pieces, whatever we find, whatever kind of news is relevant to you guys, the fans. We have a Tumblr. 
uh, where you can just find us at wickedanime.tumblr. If, if you guys are listening to us on nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can find both our videos and our podcast review, you can also find us on itunes.com. Please rate and, uh, rate and review. Yes, rate and review us on itunes.com. Actually, I don't, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on with... I think we will be still on iTunes, but we're also moving over to SoundCloud. We are moving to SoundCloud as well. Yay. I think that's just a network thing, though. That is just um, a network so, thing. So you can also find us on SoundCloud eventually. I think that's where the main player is on nerdyshow.com, though. It's so, gonna, yeah, it's gonna so be, you won't have to go seeking us still. Yeah, it's going to be like hosted by, by SoundCloud, but our, our, our player is still going to be on our website. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. So, uh, I think that... Oh, yeah. That reminds me that SoundCloud, you can just put a comment right on the track. Yeah. Like, like, like when you see, hear something that you like, you can just, boom, comment right on it. And that is going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. That is going to be awesome. It's time Uh, for, uh, for our guests to shamelessly plug. plug. So, uh, Evan, we'll start with you. All right. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bass Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, sound requests, if you're in a band want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa-sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bossandbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bossandbastardbrigade, and do not forget about the other shows under the land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Geek Aggro, and the Issues Program. We just celebrated our fifth anniversary and we are very excited about that yeah i want to win uh sniper elite three (laughs) even though we won't be able to play it yeah (laughs) and last but not least we wanted uh, to make sure that you were the last one to sign off uh jessica because you were the new guest on the show everybody knows evan already so who cares about what he has to offer (laughs) oh well i don't have anything as flashy as what uh evan was going through but uh (laughs) You can find me on Twitter, I guess, uh, at Jessica Ullman, U-E-L-M-E-N. And you can also find me on nerdyshow.com, sharing blogs and other news things of things I find interesting, from sci-tech to anime to whatever seems cool. So, hope you check it out. And hopefully with uh, with the more anime that comes along, you'll see more of Jessica on our show. She's a part of the Nerdy Show family. We have Cap and them on all the time. So, what the heck? You know, why isn't Jessica on the show more often? I don't know, but I would love to come back. I'm glad to hear it. I am glad to hear it. No, she's just been saying that because we're recording Yeah, because we're recording. So yeah, after, she, afterwards, she, I'm going to hang up this call as, as soon as I possibly and, can and never yeah, talk and to Yeah, and then never, never talk to us again. No. In fact, she's going to leave Nerdy Show because she's just like, I Yeah, I'm going to send, gonna send even... an email to Cap, and I'm just going to be like, this is, this, I just can't believe you suggested this. It's terrible. <laughs> you gave them my email. Yeah. You gave, I, I'm, we're not friends anymore, Cap. Yeah. It's so long. <laughs> Alright guys, so that is it for uh, this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We do have some music for you at the end uh, of the show, which this time I actually know what it is. It is going to be the new Sailor Moon theme. Surprise! Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, di- we didn't talk about it then, but uh, I can talk about it now. My gosh, that new theme was awesome. It is. Like, and yeah, I'm it really not is. a fan of um, Clover Z, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. I, now, I, I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't, like, a remake of the original theme. I was kind of looking forward to hearing that. But the new one is just, like, super cool. Well, if you'd I like, like to actually hear solo. a remake, um, Clover Z does does sing uh, the Moonlight Destiny song on uh, the 20th anniversary CD tribute. Oh. Oh, okay. Awesome. okay. See, I was wondering where I could find that because I really want to hear it. 
Yeah, actually, the tribute CD is really, it's really good, I think. I, I listen to it all the time. All right, guys, that is it for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. It is time to sign off the only way we know how. Bye. That is really how we sign off, Jessica. That is the end of And that's as strange as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Menstrual shaved ice. Can I have half stra- can I have half strawberry and half lemonade? Is that possible? You've already you've already I mean, closed I think that's the called deal. kidney failure, so <laughs> Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> have some swirls. Ugh, this is this is just oh. getting Oh my gosh. You thought it was gonna be a darker conversation, but we are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wicked Anime Podcast. As this is important entertainment, we allow you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or directly donating to this network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com slash support to chip in. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of Wicked Anime, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news on us, you can follow us on any social network. Or all your favorite social networks. Fuck the ones you don't like. (laughs) We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.